So, um, I've, I've put some of these... No, I need it now, don't I? I put some of these scriptures out on, on various tables. So if you haven't got some of these on your table, will you just come and grab some for me? It'd be good if you were sitting with other people, not flying solo. So, um, yeah, make sure you're around a few other people. Claire, you coming for some? Yeah, please do. So we are, we are in, basically from beginning of September onwards, we are looking at our four dreams. We're looking at our key, key parts of our culture. And we started by looking at our dream to be a prayer center for the city because it's how the church came to exist was that Silas and Annie and a small community of others felt cool to set up a prayer center. And so, because that was the first dream that came about, that's the first dream we're going to explore. And we had 24 hours of prayer on Tuesday, and a part of that was we were really focusing on Isaiah 43, uh, in the bang in the middle of this passage of scripture that you've each got. So what we're going to do first is we're going to do a bit of a uh, Lectio Divina on this, where we're just going to have a, a, a period of time where we're asking the Holy Spirit to get our attention about one thing uh, from this passage. And then we're going to have a chance to talk about that one thing, share it with those around you. And then I'm going to share some thoughts on Isaiah 43 and 44. So the lecture will work by, I'll just pray. I'll say, Holy Spirit, would you come and speak to us through this? You read it through once. Then you read it through a second time, nice and slowly. Always asking in your mind, God, get my attention about something from this passage. Get my attention. When we've had five minutes of doing that, then I'll, I'll shift this into a sharing time. And you just share about the one thing that God got your attention about. That sound all right? Yeah. So let me pray and then you can read that. So Father, we pray, we pray that you would speak to us through this passage of scripture. Would you get our attention about something? As it was our theme for our 24 hours of prayer, we pray that you would keep speaking to us through this. So Holy Spirit, come and speak to your church. Come and get our attention. We invite you eagerly. Amen. So really through twice, nice and slowly, asking God to get your attention. Okay, so if you now break into little groups or around your tables or those around you, and we'll have about up to 10 minutes to just share what was the one thing that really got your attention and why, and um, just share that with each other. Okay, so up to 10 minutes to do that. Do get around others as well. Okay, let's let's bring winding it in, begin uh, bringing our share into a close. Okay. It's always amazingly uh, valuable doing this kind of thing because the wisdom of God hidden in each other is uh, its an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. So my, my expectation is is that we that we will probably hear God most clearly from these kind of conversations where, where, where we're just reflecting on Scripture together and allowing the Holy Spirit to get our attention and listening to the wisdom of of each other. There are a couple of things I forgot to just say that I wanted to share with, well, just one thing really that I'd love your prayer for. Um, in the past two, two, three weeks, we've suddenly had three Iranian, Iraqi, Kurdish refugee families coming to the food bank, to, to access the food bank. And um, they've, they've needed quite a lot of support with a number of different things. Um, getting their kids into school, affording school uniform, stuff like that. 
and on Thursday, one of the families came to me because they've been, they've been in Bristol over a year. They've been a family of four living in a, in a one room in a hotel in the center of town. And they've, they keep getting told that they're going to be moved to Essex or Southampton and they don't, and they don't want to go because their kids are in, like embedded in a school. And, um, they turned up at Hope and basically wanted me to call the home office and kind of help, help them. Uh, I, fi- I find that very difficult to say no to. So I put together an email to, 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 um, somebody for them, uh, who is like, if you, if you don't move where you're meant to move to, you're meant to email these people why you didn't move and they didn't understand any of the English because they don't speak English so I put together an email for them but they are meant to be moved on Monday if they don't if they don't move to Essex they might get their allowance stopped um, and so I wanted to pray I wanted to pray for the intervention of God for them uh, and I wanted to share it with you because it's uh, I've, I find it quite emotional but also I have not much expertise in it so I'm sort of Learning on the job. I'm, I'm 100% signposting, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sort of do, doing it all myself. I'm signposting to other refugee charities and connecting with other people. Claire Fennecrawley, who has been really helpful as well. So, but just wanted to fill you in on that. Uh, so let's just pray for them and then I'll share a couple of thoughts on Isaiah. So Father, I pray for, uh, we pray, uh, for, for Ali, for Saha, for Anna and Namar. Uh, and I ask that there would be a, I pray for mercy for that family, that they would be given housing in Bristol, that their children who are thriving at Willow Park would would be able to stay and where they've been persecuted and running, would they would they would they have would they be able to settle here? And Father, you 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 lean towards the the downtrodden, the alien, the foreigner. So lean towards them and bring breakthrough in that situation, please. And we declare it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks. So um, to be a prayer center for the city, at, at the heart of prayer, it's very difficult to pray if you don't, if you don't like God. Because we're we're talking to to him. And so at the heart of wanting to be a prayer center for the city, and last week I talked about if if you're called to hope, you're called to the four dreams, then actually you're called to become the four dreams. Because church is just a gathering of individuals called to one purpose. And our purpose is the four dreams. And so if you're called here, then you're called to become the four dreams. So that means I'm called to become a prayer center for the city. I'm called to be someone that children love. I'm called to be someone who creates family for those on the margins. And I'm called to be at the heart of my community. And it will look different for each of us, but, but we aren't just attracted to the dreams to come here. We actually are called to embody and become the dreams because we are the church. We are hope. It's, it's you and me. And so if we're called to be prayer centers for the city... It's impossible if we don't like God, if we find him hard, if we, if we find him difficult, if we've fallen out of love, if we've fallen out of friendship with God. And as I've been reading Isaiah 43 and 44, I'm, I cheated slightly because I didn't give you all of the passage I'm going to speak from, which means it was impossible that you'd steal my points. So, 
Really, it's because it didn't fit on one bit of paper. Or was it? No, it was. Um, but the beginning of Isaiah 43, grab a Bible on, on, your, on your tables or your telephones and turn to the beginning of Isaiah 43. And I just want to draw a few things out and then we'll have a chance to pray and do some ministry together. We're aiming for a 10 past 12 finish. So I think one of the one of the main reasons that I my friendship with Jesus suffers and and goes cold is because of um, challenging chapters of life, challenging things that I've experienced, and disappointment that I have in that God didn't act in a way that I wanted to to act, or God didn't change the situation in a way that I hoped He would change it. So Isaiah 43 at the beginning says, um, do not be afraid. I'm jumping halfway through verse one. Do not be afraid for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire opposition, you will not be burned up, burnt up. Sorry. The flames will not consume you. And when you read it, you think that's lovely because then I'll go through tricky things and God will be there. But for me, and I'm stealing this off Rob Douglas, who said it on Tuesday, for me, the important thing is, We've gone through difficult things. I'd rather not go through deep waters. Thank you very much. I'd rather not be burnt. I'd rather not go in the fire of opposition. Even though God says, hey, I'll protect you through that, it's still quite a significant experience to be going through deep water where where you need to be rescued from not drowning. So there was a danger you would drown through the fire of opposition. There was a danger that we would be burnt. And whilst God promises that he'll get us through that and protect us, we still experience the the difficulties and then jump with me to to uh, 43 verse 22 which was on your bit of paper so he then says but dear family of Jacob you refuse to ask for my help you have grown tired of me O Israel And sandwiched between, so that's one side of the forget the former things, I'm doing a new thing, do you not perceive it? One side is you've grown tired of me, you don't ask my help anymore. The other side is um, you're going to go through the, the deep waters, you're going to go through the fire, and I'll be with you, don't be, don't be scared. Okay, and right in the middle is this thing of I'm doing a new thing, can you not see it? Okay, the, one of the top reasons we will not see and understand what God is doing right now is because we haven't processed our disappointment with him of the fact of the hard things that we've been through. That we've allowed the hard things to, to decrease the dialogue, to interrupt the friendship. And that the unprocessed disappointment and pain basically mean that we will not see what God is doing in our midst right now. But dear family of Jacob, you refuse to ask for my help. You've grown tired of me, O Israel. You have not bought me sheep or goats for burnt offerings. You have not honoured me with sacrifices. So our sacrifices now are not are not animals. It's it's actually ourselves that the thing that we choose to put before God is like the truest version of ourselves that we actually choose to engage. 
that we actually choose to be us with the questions, with the disappointment. When we're tired of God, when we've been there, when we've done it, when we've seen it, when we've gone through it, when it's just the pattern with no heart, when we don't bring ourselves, we don't connect, we don't, we don't honestly worship. And so we as a church are going to struggle to be prayer centers for the city as individuals with this unprocessed disappointment, this fatigue of familiarity of God. And we have to keep asking each other the questions of, hey, do I know, do we know, not me, it's not, and, and it's not me, because, because um, people say, how have you found it becoming one of the pastors at Hope Chapel? I say it's brilliant because I get more pastored than I pastor. I get looked after way more than I look after. I'm invested in way more than I invest because of the kind of people that you are. And so do we know each other? And I've been so blessed by people asking me these kind of questions. Do I know the challenging things that you've been through? Not just so I can commiserate, but so that we can journey through it to the place of reconnection, to, to friendship with Jesus in the midst of the disappointment and the hardship. Is that a conversation on our lips? Is that the kind of thing that we're asking each other that we're talking about? Are we journeying? Are we going? Are we praying together? Are we processing the questions that seem to be unanswered for years? Because if we want to be a prayer center for the city, we have to do this for each other. We have to hold each other because the discipline of faith is, is not that we are, are really good at, not just really good at the regular whatever they are that keeps us um, connected to God. But it's that we are disciplined in the fact that we want to keep the heart of love truly alive. That's the greatest discipline of the Christian faith, is that we will actually be rooted in genuine friendship and love for who God is. And that will not happen if we have unprocessed and unarticulated disappointment, pain, and questions. And that is all I want to say, is to encourage us. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. I want to encourage us to, to go again, not to try harder, not to fight harder, but to, but to go again with like honest dialogue with God and to be asking each other those kind of questions so that we actually go into the place of prayer that goes, well, let's try and fight for an answer for this. Let's try and fight to process this. Let's not just let this lie and become a new norm. So uh, we're gonna have, we've got 10 minutes of uh, a time of prayer and ministry. Uh, as a, I guess as a, as a as an opportunity to do some of this, but but it's but there's no way it would be completed in this because what we're talking about is like a way of being. It's a way of life. It's like our culture, isn't it? It's it's a constant way that we are with each other. But I guess this is an opportunity to express that culture. So um, let's stand. Let's invite the Holy Spirit, and I fully anticipate that we'll we'll be praying for each other and. And um, allowing God to begin addressing some of the the disappointment and the disconnection. So, Holy Spirit, we say, would you? Well, yeah whether we're f- familiar with you right now or, or whether we're, we're not even sure of your intentions, we do invite you to come and, to come and speak, to come and move, to come and minister.
Father, you promise in this ancient prophecy that that when you start doing something new, that 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 often it's already begun before we see it. And Lord, if we we want to see what you're doing, we want to be caught up in the move of God, the movement of God in our lives. And so with you, God, we, we open the can of worms. We, we, we open, we address the elephant in the room. We ask the question. We have the dialogue. We express the disappointment. We say, why? Why does it have to be like that, God? But we bring it to you eager for, relational, for relationship, eager for conversation, eager to, to process the pain with you, not allow the pain to take us from you. Holy Spirit. And if you particularly feel like this is uh, that, that God is getting your attention about this, then we want to pray for you. We, uh, you know, we want to mobilise as a family and pray for you. So, if you'd be happy to put your hand in the air, we'd love. Basically, just people around you would like to pray for you. So, if you want particular prayer around this, you don't have to share anything, but just think, "Yep, I need prayer for this." Please, you put your hand in the air. We have a couple of people go around: Bex, Charlotte, Lizzie, Sam. Sam Beanie as well at the back. Julia as well, just over there. Make sure your hands loud and proud, Jules. Yeah, thank you. Jane, so if let's mobilise, let's pray for people. You, you, you don't need an invitation from me. Just let's get stuck in, let's pray. If you don't know how to pray for people, just literally put a hand on and say, thank you, God, for what you're doing. Would you keep doing it? If you don't know how to pray, just, just say that. Anybody else want prayer? Well, there's plenty of people to pray. Father, at the heart of this is we want to burn. We want to. We want to really. We want to really go for you. We want to connect. We want to have deep, deep friendship. And these areas of of pain are getting in the way of that friendship. And so we 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 read this scripture that say you've. Refuse to ask for my help, and we say, "Not anymore." I'm coming to you again for help. I'm, I'm daring to open up to say, 
Would you help? Would you help me work this through? Do keep praying if, if you're praying. Uh, I'm just going to pray as a kind of formal close, but do keep ministering to others. Father, we, we want to come to you for answers and for input. We want to get your perspective on the on the disappointments. We want to understand why and what what are you doing now. And so we ask quietly or loudly, we, we, we come to you to ask the questions and say we want you to answer, not in a standoff, but as a desire for friendship. We want your input because we we, we long for friendship. And so we quietly ask those questions and we ask you to speak over the coming days and weeks. We ask you to speak. And we will honour the input you give.